0: Hello Mensa, Sculpt Beside Note here. Welcome to another episode of Your Mom with Skull. Today, Mensa, our incredible guest is Salome DeVet. She is a hairstylist in Cape Town, known for, oh my word, Mensa, what is she not known for when it comes to hair? Uh, cutting, coloring, foiling. What else do you do with hair? Washing. Conditioning. Whatever you want to do with making a ponytail means that she does it the best. Whatever you think you want to do with your hair, she can probably do it better than the person you're doing it with at the moment. Um uh, perming, get at everything, okay? And I'm very excited to chat to her and her mama. Enjoy the episode.
1: Means it's skull beside no deer, and welcome to another episode of your mom with skull it means there's no better way to start an episode than with this sound. ASMR, are you ready? <laughs> Can you hear the fizz? <laughs> nice, hey, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, besides for our wonderful sponsor house. We also want to thank our other sponsor, GoSolar. Why GoSolar, you ask? Because South Africa. Enough said. Okay. Hello, is it salumi? Salumi. Salumi. Where does the copy on the 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 stripey on the e? Yeah, ja, I can't. This is Akit.
2: so I, I Salumi. Salumi. Yeah.
1: <laughs> not not salumi. Yeah. Salumi. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <net just> what did you say?
1: Who said Tani? Ja. You gave her the name, Tani. Salumi. Salumi? Yeah. Okay, and Tani, what's your name? Rauna Rona. Mm. Okay, but... shame. That must have been a hard name to have <laughs> in 2020. Yeah, no one
3: could have spelled
0: it.
1: This is my, my <laughs> ja, mom, Rauna <laughs> ja. oh, Stay away.
2: Yeah. My full name is Salumina Petrinella.
1: So, Salomina Petronella. Ja, dit wow. van Salum
3: Salome vandaan kom. Oké, okay. we
2: yeah.
1: just go by, by Rona. Dit kom nou van...
3: Nee, nie Rona, nie, Rona. Rona?
1: <laughs> ja. Dit kom van Petronella. Yes. Yeah. Nee? Ja. Yeah. From there you got to Rauna. Ja. Yeah. Because my mom is Cornelia, so Sarah, Margaretha. Oh, wow. En she is Greta. Oh, Greta. Ja. Yeah. Oké. Okay. So, that's how we get there.
3: Ja, ek weet nie hoe my male daarbij gekom nie, maar... That's
1: what it is. Okay. Ah, yeah. <laughs> so, so Lumi, um, are we going to do it in English? It, are it's you fine. fine? Are you fine? Okay. Yeah. Just because I know it's Cape Town and like you, <laughs> you're Cape Town famous, and that's my, the, the English. The way, yeah. The English.
2: The English. Before, yeah. We can do a little bit of mingles. Yeah. Like, yeah. You
1: know, because that's now cool. You know, yeah. it was never cool to be Afrikaans. <laughs> yes. Like if you were, like when you, you were young, I remember the neighbor's kids refused to speak Afrikaans to me. So I had to learn English out of survival because I'm yes. an only child. And it was literally just like, if I wanted to play with the boys next door, I had to yeah. learn yeah. their language. Yeah. They were just like, refused to be to, to, to even try to speak Afrikaans. And they were older than me. They were already in school learning Afrikaans, but they just refused to speak Afrikaans. I was still in the school. I was yeah. still like four <laughs> or five years old. Like we weren't doing English. Yeah. Nah? Mm-hmm. So I just like had to sink or swim. Okay. And then now there's just been this so cool to be Afrikaans now, Yeah, but like, I especially think, in Cape Town. For sure.
2: Mm-hmm. Like th- people love it. I think, well, I mean, people like you also, that's pushing it forward. You know, people that's Afrikaans, that's doing great things and that's owning their culture.
1: You know, yeah. there's a lot
2: of like they, there was a rebirth and making it cool, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I, I mean, I've said it so much on the podcast, but obviously, like, folk of Policy and yes. that whole alternative music scene really helped push For sure. like Afrikaans as this cool new Definitely. not cool new thing, cool old <laughs> thing. <laughs> and um, yeah, but I mean, look, you could like with people like you because you got the tattoos and the, <laughs> like the, the I, I see it right now, you're not happy. You're not happy with the <laughs> tattoos.
3: No, I'm perfectly fine with
1: that. You're fine? <laughs> yes. Okay.
2: Yeah, I gave them no choice. So I, yeah. I always knew that they, they were going to happen. Um, but then, with my first tattoo, I was 18, and I just went to get my first tattoo, and I just sent them a photo, and I was like, <laughs> "Look what I got!" <laughs> so I just no, kind of I'm broke the ice. There's,
3: there's no problem.
1: It, it, you got nice tattoos, at least.
3: Yeah,
2: I, it know?
1: could be worse. Shame I see now, like especially like when I, when I fly so much, like you, go, you get on a on a on a SAF air or a lift flight, and then you see. Older people, because you, know, you see so many different people from all walks of life mm-hmm. on a plane. And then you, I see older Tunnies who obviously also got a tattoo when they were 80, <laughs> <know>? <laughs> But the style then <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like, <laughs> and you look at it you're like, oh, that didn't age well. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> yeah. And so many whims that I see because, like, I'm from the East Rand, I still spend a lot of time in the East Rand, and I play bowls, roll bowl. Yes. So then I'm spent spending a lot of time with old people. And then shame, you see some old people with tattoos that like obviously at the time yes. was like super cool. My, lots my, of Liverpool tattoos actually. Yeah. Lots of Liverpool, lots of rugby <laughs> tattoos. I don't think a lot of people are still getting like a global yeah, no. That do or so much or so much that do. You at at my bowls club, you'd be surprised how many like Manchester United <laughs> that do the English no. the English ballys from Benoni. <laughs> Die and being, like ass. yeah, people like a stormers <laughs> tattoo that do and like Vipir that the VIP doesn't even exist anymore. Like <laughs> oh the Vipir Disa. Shame, <laughs> yeah.
3: Je my pa to ons nou klein was. It hie so hard in eni boy van sy arm gaat. Maar had het zelf So, Zo op dat stadium was dan niet zo so iets is tattoo artist en zeker getalenteerd. Ja, ja. So a, he did it. They did it them. Im- they say themselves. You yeah. know,
1: so yeah.
3: yeah. No, that did revolutionized this so mm. so
2: tattooing and the art of tattooing. I think. Mm. Yeah. I
1: love that one. That Engel.
2: The Engel one. Yeah, I say Engel all the time. Yeah, so, I call s- everyone on, Engel on your, on
1: your Instagram. Yeah, yes. It's, with so Engel. it's
2: kind of it was. Like a lot of people had started telling me, like, I can't believe you don't have an Engle tattoo. And I thought, oh, might as well get it, you know. It's
1: very cute. <laughs> Thanks. So tell me, I'm gonna ask ask your mother, Petronella. No. R- <laughs> Rona, please. It's so nice to hear this beautiful old Afrikaans names. No one has it anymore. Yeah, yeah, true. You know, anyone who has a long Afrikaans name, like are you honest. You know, it, it becomes Yuan or yeah. Nessie or,
3: <laughs> or, yeah. or Joe or,
1: you know, like you don't hear. Yeah, I know one guy that still goes by Yuanus, And yeah. if you shorten it, he's like, no, I'm Johannes, Yeah. you know, but you don't meet people anymore. That's like Pietro It's my yes. name. Yeah. And but that you... will eventually become Pietro or Nella or Rona. But I yeah. love it. Pietro mm-hmm. where, where, Where are you guys from?
3: I'm from Puerto. I grew up in Brits. Wow. Yes. And, um And uh, we live on a farm about 15 km out of Brits, where my parents um, were farming. Mm. So, yeah. And now at this stage, I'm staying in Artes.
1: Nice. Yo. Mm. Artes are always when you come over that mountain or that hill. Sorky and, snack. Yeah. And then it lies, lies there in front the, of you. Yes. And I always think like these people in Artis have yeah. discovered this little like if I was them, I wouldn't want anyone else to
2: know about
1: it. To know about yeah. it. Yeah. It feels like this hidden gem. Yeah. And I think so many people underestimate how close it is to Joburg and Pretoria. Yes. yes. Because a lot of people who live in Artis just make the drive. Mm. And it's not too bad. You're like, I'm gonna, if I live in Joburg or whatever, I'm going to sit an hour in traffic anyway. Might as well. Yeah. And then when they get home, it's they're living in paradise.
3: But mm. you know what? On the weekends, you that live in Artis stay at home. Yeah. Because all the people from Pretoria and Joburg is coming to Artis. And the,
1: the bikers and the cyclists. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everyone cycles yeah. to Artis. Yeah. <laughs> and then they can sit there in the coffee shop with their tap shoes. <laughs> and the and the, the motorbike cyclists or the Holly gangs, they all do a trip to Artis in the morning and then they have coffee in Artis and then you're like there's so many leather jackets in the wimpy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Never seen so many leather jackets in a wimpy before. Yeah. Um, and did you grow up in Artis? We are actually mean? in
2: Brits. Um in like so we ooh, we stayed in Brits at the time. Um, so I was in
1: Die Woerskoel Brits. Die Woerskoel Brits, wow. <laughs> Not
2: just Woerskoel Brits, No, no, Die but Wurschkoel that's what you know it's Afrikaans, right? <laughs> yeah. hey,
1: because like I was in Woerskoel Jeugland. Yes. And the other, the other big, ons vijand school, what is that? Your your, your yeah, enemy your rivalry school. Your rival rivalry school. school. The rival school was School Kempton. But yeah, if a, if a word school wanted to really take it to the next level Afrikaans, it's like, how can we make it more Afrikaans <laughs> than word school? The word school. Yes. Because it's like, there's not multiple word schools in Brits that you would be like, what word school are you? No, I mean, the yeah. word school Brits. <laughs> there is only one. You can just say word school Brits, but they're like, no, we're in the word school Brits.
2: <laughs> yeah, so it was, um, I grew up in Brits, but we, we, we grew up in a, on a farm in mm. Geluk. And then when we went to high school, um, or like primary school, a little bit of primary school and high school, we were um, in the little Dorpie. So yeah, in geluk. No?
1: I, no, <laughs> geluk. I've seen the the turn off the turn to yeah. geluk. Yeah, yeah. I have to tell this story because I don't think I'll ever have the opportunity to tell it again. Yeah. That is such a with such a seamless intro to it. But my 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 friend Aaron Schrendling. He does the show Elders on TV yeah. and he walks the Camino and whatever. He's big into walking and, and he does these like guided trips and stuff. And he's an old journalist. Anyway, we used to do shows together or used to be my producer. And then we would, would drive. And then he, once we drove past Geluk and he told me when he was still a journalist for Vach magazine, you know, like Go. He, he used to drive all over the country. And he said one time he was driving somewhere and he drove past this sign, Geluk. And he was like in a bad space at that time. And he just instinctively like turned onto this road because he's like, I want to go to Geluk. I want to go to happiness. I want to, this is the road to happiness. <laughs> and I said, and, and what happened? Did you find happiness? And he's like, no, I just got to a farm gate and I couldn't go anymore. <laughs> That was obviously your
0: plan.
1: yeah. You yeah. tried to find Geluk, but no shame, you didn't.
0: Yeah,
3: Geluk is a small community, uh, you know, where a lot of people have farms.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs>
3: so, yeah. I, I was in Geluk large
1: school. There's a large school in Geluk. Yeah, it's
3: not anymore, but it oh, was. Yeah. It's no ongeluk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ons was, was so iets 120 kinders in hele school.
1: Wow. Yes. From grade 1 to 7. Yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. must have been amazing. I've always thought, how many kids are in your school in the World School, Brits? It was a big, um, big school, was I'm assuming. Yeah, it was like in 1200.
2: Yeah, yeah, mm. that's like my school. Yeah. Mm. But I've
1: always thought it must have been amazing, because you meet those people who were like, Or in in these little private schools, you know, where it's like 30 metrics. Yes. You know, and then they want to brag that, like, oh, I was head boy. And then I'm like, you were one of 15. Yeah. (laughs) Your chances were...
2: Very high. A lot bigger
1: than my chances in fucking... (laughs) We were like 120 metrics. Yes. Uh, but I always (laughs) thought it must have been amazing to be in one of those schools where such a small grade, you know? Yeah, really weet, everyone knows everyone. If yeah, it is, it's
3: um, and ook ni, ni, ok nie dit nie, is jy moes aan alles deelneem om jy span vol te maak, yeah. So, dis nie dat jy, al, al jy nie goed nie, jy Yes, weet, you
1: had yeah. to, in all the sport, that, that is so, yeah, I've never thought of that, that's yeah. really interesting. Because yeah. I remember in school, in being in matric, and then meeting someone in your grade. Because you could go five years and just... It could have happened that way, that you were just never in the same classes. Yes. You know, and then you yeah, meet yeah. someone in matric, at like the matric farewell, whatever, and you're like, oh, did you only join...
2: Later on. ...our school in
1: like grade 11? <laughs> and they're like, no, I've been here since grade 8. <laughs> 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 I've never seen you in my life. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, shame. Okay, so...
2: Geluk, yeah, a little bit. We, like, so... Our upbringing was like, I was, I've was. i always been very grateful for that. Mm. Um, just because we played. It's we played wholesome. on a farm. And it's
1: wholesome. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Um, then we moved to Brits. We were in Brits in um, high school. No, lo- law school Brits. Law school Brits. We actually lived in um, Namakwaland for a short bit as well. So my mom's work uh, sent her to Springbok in the north, yeah. way, like in Namakwaland. So we actually stayed there for four years. I finished primary school
3: there. And then we went back to Brits.
1: What What did you do, Raina, in those years? Uh, I worked for the
3: Nuclear Energy Corporation of South Africa.
1: Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Oppenheimer! <laughs> no! <laughs> I actually just wanted to watch that. I was on an international flight <laughs> yeah. and I saw Oppenheimer and then... I was like, yo, it's a commitment to watch Oppenheimer because I it's actually, three hours long.
2: I just came back from Berlin and I watched it on that flight. And it was, it was like an intense commitment. I was actually really tired. I had to watch it in stages.
1: It's like, yo, yeah, you have to watch it. You go take a bathroom break, order a drink. It's and a heavy movie. So nuclear, wow. <laughs> yeah. What were you?
3: I'm a radiation protection officer. So radiation
1: protection officer. Yeah, yes.
3: so... Um, you've got different uh, nuclear facilities on site. So every, uh, we we call it the RPO. Um, Every RPO protection officer. Oh, prevention
1: officer. Yeah.
3: So every RPO must um, basically look after the radiation safety for that specific facility.
1: That yep. is, this is the, Neil, I just have to say, this is the Tani with the most interesting job <laughs> that we've had on the show. Is it on your bucket list to go to Chernobyl? No. So I would think someone in your line no, of work. No, I that watched you would... it
3: and I follow it and I, I even watched the Three Mile Island incident that mm. was in America a long time ago. And all that stuff is interesting, but I don't want to go there.
1: I think you should take your mom there. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 I, mean, yeah. I think one day as I think it...
3: she'll
2: enjoy Greek holiday more. Yes,
3: yeah. yes,
1: please. <laughs> Somewhere away from radiation. Yeah, yes. So tell tell me now because like my my um my wife. I still want to say fiance sometimes, but it's more fun to say fiance <laughs> yeah. than wife. my hey? wife yeah, is yeah. like boring. Fiance <laughs> is like ooh, fiance. It's yeah. <laughs> My yes. my wife went down this wormhole, um, it's actually a rabbit hole, but she always says I went down a wormhole, <laughs> <laughs> but she went down this rabbit hole of like health things a few yes. years ago and then it was, she was so scared of everything, you know, she was like, she slept with her phone, Away. Like, in a, like in another room, because she's like the radiation <laughs> from our phones, like, I don't know, melt our brains at night, and she told me to because I used to when I drive. Now just to make it easy, because you know when you stop at a robot, you quickly check WhatsApp and yeah. whatever. Don't pretend like I'm the only one who does that. <laughs> so I used to just put my phone like there, yeah. You know, and yeah. then like when you drive, you can quickly and then the robot and put it there again. <laughs> and she told me I must stop doing that because I'm gonna give myself the sticker cans. get sterile. Yeah, she's, she's like, if we want a family one day, you mustn't put your phone there. So now the expert can finally tell us, myth busted or not. <laughs> can, can you have children if you put your phone there all the yes, time? Yes, you can have children. Okay. <laughs>
3: Radiation is not so much.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay, good to know.
3: So you're fine.
1: Okay. And that comes from a
3: qualified
1: RPO. <laughs> So, uh, um, yes. so, Lume, so then um, in school, you know, was it one of those things like you, st- uh, like this industry that you, how did you find it? Was it, you always enjoyed doing your- Oh, no. Okay. Load shedding again. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know by now, one of our favorite peoples in the world, is Go Solar and you know what? It's not just for load shedding, even though it's still a huge problem. So many people these days get solar and then they get what we call the Baki Brigade that come and it's an old solar panel that they've stolen off a roof and now like they just changed the wiring, now they put it on your roof, and it still costs thousands of Rands. And then you want to cock and complain because it gave up after a month. So I mean so with Go Solar. The big perk is you don't own the solar system and you don't want to. It's a mission. They come, they save you thousands of rands, they put it on your roof, you just pay a monthly subscription fee and guess what? If it breaks, which it won't, because it's brand new solar from... You can even ask this, the place that's made with radiation and proper solar things that solar people make solar panels with. I don't even know what's in that stuff. But anyway, it's made properly. It won't break. But if it does, you just call them and they can fix it. Okay? As easy as that. So thank you, Go Solar, not just for sponsoring the podcast, but for making our lives that much easier. Donkey.
2: Yes, uh, older sister, Alsha.
1: Okay. did so, you do her hair like in school, and you developed? No, all uh, the friends. All the friends. Okay, yeah. So if you there did, was like, something at
3: school, all of the ladies were there. So Salome so do the hair for the function or what they do did at school. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: So I get my mom to ons by young was it's say and school night work for her So I was as kid that was by in a salon, time spanned there.
1: So okay, so. I'm actually more interested now in your mom, mom's
2: yes, life that's than started. yours.
1: Salumi, I'm sorry, but <laughs> <laughs> what came first, the radiation or the beautification?
3: <laughs> okay, I get I get by by niks. by nuclear energy corporation. I mm-hmm. gewerk ver omtrent 6 jaar. To is ik uh, getroud en ik get alsje verwaag. To in En in die tyd wat ek opgewerkt... So you, can't, you
1: can't work in radiation when you're pregnant. Eh? No. That's just the big number. Maar toet ek
3: opgewerkt, no, no. van die tyd was dan nie so iets is as um, verlof of sikker goed nie. Jy moest bedank. Hmm. Toet ek bedank en ek is nie iemand wat by die huis kan sit nie. So ek het toen nou begin... Um, ek het een dag het ek gesien daar is een plekje wat body wraps doen en sikker gedur. En op die uiteinde het ek die plekje gekoop en toet ek, weet, um, um, begin naals doen ook, en, weet die skoonheid, en die naals, en alles, en, ja, wow. en toet ek, op een stadium, het ek, by Sandra Venter, het ek, in haar salon, uh, interstyle, het ek, een gedeelte van haar, spa's, en om dit, nou alles te combineer,
1: mm. so die jare, en die, well?
3: a, a little bit, okay. a little bit, yes, okay. but, nee,
2: Ja, meer beauty
3: en nals, ja, nals en schoolheid. en skoonheid ja. en, soan, ja. en um, ons
2: was klein toen nog, so
3: ons het... Ja, het, uh, was basis, ja, op jy weet, toe ek met dit begin het.
1: Hmm.
2: En my was besig, so ons in die middag, onself, dan het ons altijd na skool daar gesit. You to
1: the salon? Ja. Ja, en dan was die, ja, die
2: was so balletstudio, dan ga ballet doen, ek en my en dan moet ons self besig hou, en dan ons na werk, my maat wel
3: ja Ja. Ja, in hey. uh, ja, to is ek geskei in 290 en ek het net bietjie meer sekuriteit nodig gehad. So ek weer terug na, na Nexa toe. Mm. En dit to het ek net maar daar gewerk. Mm. Tot nou toe.
1: You still work for Nexa. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Where is the radiation plant now? Where are you working? Is- Belendorbe. Just so we know it's where It's in
3: Arpyspoor. Um, yeah, you know, on the Brüderström side of the dam.
1: Yes, I know Brüderström. Yes,
3: no. it's Palendoba. Okay. Yes. Okay, yes.
1: cool. Shit, because I think our water comes from... from <laughs> no, you've got
3: rent water. Okay,
1: cool. Hallelujah. Oh, no. No, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to grow a tail at this start, <laughs> stage of my life. Not <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you did everyone's hair and stuff. And then where do you... You obviously go to what beauty school or yeah.
2: So I went to uh, La Luf Private Hair Academy in Pretoria.
1: So often, I wonder these hair because you see so many hair academies.
2: Yes. And um, how long
1: do you do that for? Is it a six so month can, course or you can do it one of two
2: ways. You can go a full time student or you can go part time. So mm. part time you work in a hair salon and then on just like one one day a week you work. Uh, you go to college. Or you can do full time. So I did a full time year course and then you have to go do your practical hours. Mm,
0: so I, mm. I studied
2: in Pretoria and then when I uh, finished my studies, I, I moved to Hatfield.
0: But, but,
3: wach, wach. Say was the best uh, student the year with what she had done. So, a uh, 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 bezigheits hour, but the salon had het take it to school to come in someone I was happy. I like
2: I went in high school already. I was happy
1: the one i f- um, fearing. Yeah, f- um, yeah, the-
2: assisting and so I never really like my apprenticeship started in high school already because I in, in my school holidays I would go work in hair Hesse- salons. and okay. yeah.
1: So you I could think, clean yeah, the clippers and exactly. all that stuff.
2: Work minimum wage, cut foils, you know.
1: Cut foils, oh my <laughs> word. Must be actually cock to do an apprenticeship yeah. in a hair salon. That's yeah, really cock really work, not
2: huh? fun. Hey. Sweeping a. Yeah. And like you do the, you know, like you you literally washing and cleaning and it's not like the, the most fun job. And you also get paid very little.
1: I, I feel very sorry for the people who wash hairs, hair in a salon. That's why I always refuse the wash.
2: Oh, really? Yeah,
1: always when I go for a haircut and then... then a uh, stylist will say, you know, call someone, Michelle, <laughs> And then Michelle comes and then I'll let her wet it, but then they will start the massage. Yeah. And then I say, please don't, please don't. So it's
2: all good. Thanks. Firstly,
1: I don't like massages because mm-hmm. I, even though it can feel relaxing for me, I'm too in my head thinking of what the other person's thinking. Yes. And I can't relax if I feel the other person's thinking like, oh. You know, like, and that is, and I can't yeah. do body massages as well, because they press on your shoulders and you're like, oh, that's so good. But then I think of them and they're just like, for them it's just a job. And I'm like, no, 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 I feel too uncomfortable. So I always keep yeah. the, I just say, wet it and do what you need to do. Yes. But don't skip the that's massage, opinion. please. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel too sorry for them because then I like, have to, you know, I mean, just, Working your fingers cramp if you have to yes. do no, that.
2: I, I must say, I, we have these really nice basins, but I haven't even had a wash at these basins. I'm also like, let's go, let's get it done. Also, you're not yet to relax, you're yet
1: yeah. no, to, to get something done. Yeah. You know, but that's also something that is foreign to us because, you know, these types of salons maybe existed for, for girls when mm. we were young. But boys went to a barber. Yeah. Yes. Only later, people started sending, like, cause all you needed was the school cut, no? Nah? Short yes. back and sides and above not uh, longer than top. two, I think, like <laughs> two fingers. Couldn't go yeah. longer than this, no? Nah? And you didn't need you, yes. someone as qualified as you, to do it. You needed like a barber. Yeah. You know? So only later, when I got to, like, high school, then... Uh, the rich moms started taking their sons to like Pascual.
2: Yes, yeah.
1: I always call it Pasquale because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> of the queue.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like in South Africa, a silent the queue, queue is a yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: But they would take them to Pascual to like do their, and especially December holidays, this is the, the the big thing. Yes. When you got highlights. You could get highlights for December. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, our shame, our uh, barber, uh, like, he couldn't do highlights. Obviously, yes. that was big yeah. above his, shouldn't his qualification. <laughs> uh, one time I went to him and I said, Can you do highlights? Because he was obviously the cheaper option.
2: Yes.
1: And he mixed some, like, Aquafresh and Omo there in the back <laughs> and he put that on my hair, and it was a mess. But I got highlights once. <laughs> yeah. But now I see it's in again.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a big thing. Across the
1: tips. Yeah, across so the tips.
2: Ironically, perms are making a comeback, especially in male clientele. Like it's insane,
1: actually. What's are making a comeback.
2: I was just in Berlin for uh, like the trends for 2025 for a big. Um, yeah, we basically did what is coming, and for
1: 2024, 2025. 2025 actually, you're already trending. Yeah, the trending the trends for next year.
2: Yeah, we went. I work for a, a company called Goldwell. It's a yeah, German color house. Them, yeah. And we were God in Germany well. for, they kind of innovate new products and then we need to shoot the kind of campaign imagery for that. So I was there and we, we permed.
1: We permed hair. Permed. <laughs> did you learn that in… Uh, uh, yeah, in hair college. In hair college. But that
2: was honestly the last time I did a perm, was in hair college. <laughs> Yo. So it's it was not a thing anymore, but it's coming
3: back.
1: You probably did a lot of perms in your day when you were at the… Yes. Uh, My
3: mother was, when I was small… We have blij. lucky. And all the tannies of the altijd bij always by my mom from my mom. She had no training. She had no training. She had and perm I started to help to
1: How long does a perm last?
2: So it out. It has to grow, grow out of your out. hair. Yeah, yes. You are permanently changing the structure of the hair. So,
1: How does a perm work? Just a quick tutorial perm? So you, you
2: you kind of like wash the hair, spray it down, and then you wind the this, this size of curl you want. So there's different kind of sizes of rods that you can use. But then you use something that's a perm lotion that's kind of – it breaks the bonds that your hair consists out of. That's why I feel like it's such a harsh chemical. So mm-hmm. preferably you should have natural virgin hair, not chemically treated hair. But then it breaks the bonds and then the neutralizer you put on afterwards – it rebonds those bonds. But then a lot of those bonds don't really rebond. But technically, it's a permanent restructure of your hair around this new shape.
1: So even if you wet it again... It
2: will always have the curl. So then the thing is, it does soften a little bit because also once your keratin in your hair hardens again, it kind of like reshapes. But then in time, I feel like it softens. But now... There's this, let's say you have really straight hair, then it's like this straight hair that's growing out and then perm on the ends. <laughs> so this vicky outrageous.
1: Okay. What what are some <laughs> of the other trends for 2025 that we should be aware about? It's perms.
2: So I mean highlights. a lot. There's I mean, definitely I think highlights are a classic. It will never go out of style. Blonde hair is always something that people like. It's um, it makes people feel yeah, but
1: frosted tips is different to highlights
2: yes um, frosted
1: tips for, for guys with my hair colour dark no, brown it's,
2: it's definitely a thing I, I mean I it
1: did definitely disappear for a while for sure
2: and came yes. back yeah, the
1: last back, the last was Backstreet Boys. Yes, the, the frosted tips. Don't yeah, then... There's
2: definitely this whole revolution of like just. And like so, clients become So it's coming. So a bit coming but to be here. a recourse, yeah.
1: like... And and mullets are obviously mullets are super fashionable yes. again. Like yes. when I was in Australia last year. Yes, super fashionable the mallet. Mm. Yeah.
2: Um, a lot of like warm tones as well, but yes, frosted tips, bleachers. We have so many male clients out doing. Um, yeah, just chemical processes just where that was peroxide. never a thing, yeah, so uh, definitely wearing colour like pastel colours, warm blondes, warm browns, a lot of natural texture, like like your hair, embracing what you have is also mm. very, very trendy,
1: wow. so yeah <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, I was saying that, yes when I was um growing up, yeah it was just it was just a barber, it mm-hmm. was no wash. You know, he sprayed it. This his spray bottle. Psh, yeah. psh, psh, wet it, and then shaved and cut and.
2: So I feel like there's a place for every single type of hairstylist because I was working in a bigger salon before I started my own place, and I was sitting ne- working next to a salon because I'm a specific type of hairstylist. Like people book months in advance. We, co- we people come to me for big color services, um, so it's it's more a so planned you like decision. A, you sound like
1: you service cars. <laughs> <laughs> you have to plan months in advance to so spray. Currently,
2: <laughs> currently, I'm booked out like about three months in advance. So it, Can someone
1: squeeze in for a? Can you squeeze in? I mean, it depends
2: in. on the relationship I have with yes, the squeeze, okay. I guess. Because okay, okay. <laughs> um, I, I do have, I'm a bit of a workaholic. I tend to just work longer and longer, but I also mm. run a really good <clears throat> cancellation list. But then you have people, I used to work next to a girl that, you know, like she used to get walk in clients. And the man sat next to me, and he said, "He said, I want as short as possible and as practical as possible." So for me, that's definitely not the type of client that comes to me. Minus, I have male clientele that just comes for cuts, but they want an experience. They want to sit here, you know, like they want a more of a detailed, fashionable haircut. They come to me because they want to know what's trending. Like I have a trend setter type of clientele. Where, you know, you get the short back and sides and I want to get it done. I don't want to book in advance. I want to walk in and I
0: want
1: yeah, to get Yeah, that's my... me. Like, I, exactly. I my I am lucky that my hair curls, like, naturally. I don't need a mm. perm. And then I just want to just clean up. Yeah. You know, because when the sides grow out, it looks messy. And I just want to quickly, and I want to do it, like, you know, on my way to the airport. Yes. Like, I want to leave an hour earlier, <laughs> stop in Kempton Park by Pasquale, next to the Mug that's and nice. Bay. There's a girl there. She knows me. I phone while I'm in the Uber. I'm coming. Yes. <laughs> I want to pull in there. And if she's not available, I'm like, who else is good with curly hair? Put yep. up your hand. Who has a gap? Pssh. Amazing. Skip the, skip the massage. Got it. Hoi, hoi airport still arrive. Hair dripping. So what? Also, when they're like, they always ask you, can I dry yeah. good product? No, it's going to dry like this. I yeah. promise you. <laughs> <laughs> is it taxing? I've always wanted to ask a hairdresser this. You say hairdresser, hairstylist. Yeah,
2: hairstylist. hairstylist I mean rather. hairdresser, okay. but hairstylist I think sounds nicer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> is it um is it taxing that people just offload their cock on you?
2: So because yes. it is, you you're a yeah. psychologist
1: actually as well. One hundred
2: percent. Like, I'm fortunate. It's something that's an interest of mine, and I think as a hairdresser, if it's not an interest, you'll find it very hard. Because it is. Um, there's a lot of psychology behind it. Because there's physical touch. You you're physically touching someone, and you mm-hmm. you have the ability to change their appearance. So you have it, and how other people perceive you. That's interesting. Will be yeah. because of. Like your hair. And it's such a weird thing. You you get your roots done and then all of a sudden you feel younger. Or yeah. you get your hair cut and you feel fresh. You feel like you want to dress better. Yeah. So there's a psychological like act that we're performing. Yes. And because you're physically touching someone, even though it's a stranger, you will never let a stranger just touch you, right? But a hairdresser physically touches you. So they tend to share things with you automatically. Yeah. So I like it because I have an interest for you human psychology and human behavior I read a lot of books on it so I would always go for the heavier conversations like I like to have a <laughs> I go deep with my clients hey, if they're yeah. willing
1: to go there you'll go there yeah
2: no I I steer the ship there okay you yeah. want to go there yeah. tell yes. me about your
1: childhood that's fine <laughs> no, don't tell me about your childhood
2: <laughs> but um like it does obviously have its downsides Cause like some days you have maybe have a bad day or you are exhausted or you, uh, cause you're also just a human. So then it becomes a bit hectic, I would say, but um, honestly, I like it. I like the, the, I, th- I think it's, it's never, never the same. I think you have to have a certain personality to be a hairdresser because yeah. it, it's, it's a physical job. It's a tough job, but it's a super rewarding and instant gratification. Like you see the, the outcome of what you do yeah. the whole day, and people love coming to the hair salon. It's not like a dentist where people are like fearful yeah. or hate coming there. It's quite fun. People ex- is it, are excited to come to you. Yeah, and they you know they always want to hear what's going on in your life. And it's 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 a very
1: mm.
2: it's a fun day to day job. Like mm. you feel like I feel like I'm playing with color all day.
1: Yeah, I get cool. to be an
2: artist. Yeah, yeah no, no,
1: hair has really become. I mean, even the, the, the girl from Pascal, where I cut yeah. my hair. There's a big photo of her um, and these wigs that she used to practice on, where she's also had some international hair competition. Tani Rana, did you think when she started she'd be like traveling the world with. No. Yeah, because you, you think, okay, I my daughter becoming a hairdresser, she's going to be in a salon, you know, she's
3: going to be a client. I actually have to be cleaned up, I her is on her she is always full, she doesn't have anything that she can... She doesn't have her niet time, it's
1: just
3: like If you don't dan time, then it's not for you.
1: Yes, now it, it is, I think, especially the being on your feet all day, Mm-hmm. people underestimate. So people yeah. have to say, ah, I feel so sorry for nurses. They're on their feet all day. But you don't think like a hairdresser yeah. is as long on their feet as a nurse, maybe. Yeah. You know, it's also long shifts. Sometimes you do work a 12-hour shift.
2: For sure. Yeah. Like with these global campaigns that I do, you know, like we only start coloring sometimes at 9 o'clock at night. We have to take the models here back to the original, what we've done after they've done their photo shoots. So then you're there until... 10, 11, 12, finishing up the last color. So it's, it's a, but like there's also a rush to it. But, Mm. um, years ago when I started the industry, I feel like it's, it's very similar maybe to the film industry or performance. There's, there was this, um, just general consciousness of like cigarettes and coffee. And like, you know, that's, that's how we get through this day. It's just like, Mm. we just get like, it was this rough culture where I actually believe, the opposite i feel like you need to sleep you need to eat healthy you need to like um try and pre- like um prepare yourself as best you can mm. to perform for those days to like show up to be able to show up you need to actually take care of yourself better
1: yeah i miss the cigarettes and coffee days though <laughs> <laughs> just i'm just still, in general you like know. you know it's just there's something cool. I don't know. I never smoked, but it was there's something so cool for me about like hairdressers smoking in, in the in the you know, and like I'm sure in in those days it's like that Tani used to smoke while she's getting her perm done. Yeah, yeah. And it used to be like the airplane.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I still can... do the coffee. Yeah, the
1: coffee I <laughs> can <laughs> <it not laughs> geroot, Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember that smell distinctly of my barber. I oh, really it smelled like chemicals and cigarettes. cigarettes and it's actually
3: you now, can, I can smell, smell it.
1: it right now and it's actually <laughs> a, a nice smell that i miss yeah um yeah it's it's cool
3: yeah you'll
2: you'll fit right into a salon like we can't smell it anymore but when people come in they're like shoo it's a because it's it smells chemical because yeah. we work with color obviously all day long yeah. so you'll you can Come and have a seat here some days if you want to. Okay.
1: Just get, get a smell, get a whiff. <laughs> and controversial question: What do you think of Hannon?
2: Um, I, I, <laughs> I think joke. he's a great businessman, actually. No, it
1: was, it was a <laughs> love I love
2: Hanin. his Instagram. Rona. I'm
1: saying the Tannis love Hannon.
3: Yeah, I'm going show yeah. by the kerk for him. And he's going to show you the kerk, which he's wat to show yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh I in
1: our new show we I do like a Annan impersonation, but i, I oh, found like is. a perfect Annan wig.
0: Yeah, um, no way. That
1: is yeah, that is <laughs> a um, yeah. Like
2: Instagram is fabulous, I like would say.
1: Yeah, yeah. He, and I love his inspirational quotes. Yes, that's someone what reminded I'm talking me about. last night of one of his inspirational quotes. He says Beauty comes from Riffy. the inside, inside bottles and <laughs> tubes. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> no I, What I like about it is it's so, it's actually a very controversial thing to say um, in 2024. 2024, yes. everyone's like, everyone's beautiful just the way they are. Yeah. And then it's like, no, <laughs> you dark ugly. That's why you need <laughs> the new. Hannon-style setting hairspray. Yeah. But until then, you're ugly. Yeah. And that's why people buy it, because they're like, fuck, I yeah. need ja, to buy no. it, because I'm you ugly what, without What I don't know
3: hairspray is, and i
1: it. I love him. He just owns it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just owns it. Um, uh, b- brilliant. Okay. So, you know, tell me about the competitions. How does that work with your job? Is that good for the CV? Does it pay?
2: So how does it work? When I started um hairdressing, I was I just wanted to um do things that you don't get to do in the salon every day. So that was mm, kind of exactly. like I was I was intrigued by the artistic hair, not just the blondes and highlights and balayages. So I realized that I need to do competitions if I want to do this. And I was intrigued to do photo shoots. And so how you enter these competitions is you enter with a, f- a photo and then they select maybe I competed against a lot of Pasqual girls all the years, Yeah, but the um, they also do the competitions, but you enter through um, a comp- like a photograph of your model and you kind of like descript what you did there. Um, and then a few good years, I did that. And then I started getting good at it. Also the benefit was to travel. I really wanted to see the world. Um, and if you win, you go and com- like uh, compete in another city. So eventually, I started getting good at the Goldwell competitions. Like after the third year of entering, I won nationally. So then, when you there, there's no money in it whatsoever, you get experiences, in my opinion. So it costs you a lot of money and time and um, planning. So you obviously need to. It's an all in your free time. But then when you actually win these competitions, you go, they pay for your 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 prizes, they pay for your tickets to LA or wherever. And you and your model, you get three hours to recreate the look in front of the judges. So then you you gain experiences. So I ended up doing those competitions for a good few years and then being noticed by this Goldwell company to be on their global artistic team. So it's definitely in my career, what competitions has done for me is it's, it's taught me a lot of skills that I would have not, not had not doing them. Also, it made me um, travel the world. Also, gave me opportunities that's now generated an income throughout this company. Yeah. And clients also like it. You know, you get popularity. Like People like to know that your stylist is trying to better themselves. Or And also, I teach then in South Africa and I get to, to uplift our industry here.
1: Oh, you teach at yeah. different... Um, Dani Rona, do you like the like on her Instagram? This crazy, <laughs> is that beautiful for you, or you like? him, man, what is this?
3: What the the different the, hair.
1: crazy hair? The crazy
3: hair. Yeah, I guess boy, boy, more we're we're sucking. a good match. Yeah, I guess yeah, boy, conservative, means
1: Yeah,
3: Yeah, I go from way out. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I guess because those things are like it's like Fashion Week. You know, yes. if you watch it, it's like no one's really gonna wear this. No, no, it's but
2: isn't. then I, I
1: I still don't really I get it's pushing creativity, Outpiece. but like a out there piece of art, people yeah. will still put that in their their House. home. But like those I it's see like you. a Balenciaga. Exactly. And then the shoe is the size of a <laughs> the stable, and then the model can barely walk, but it's like this over the top shoe. Just like yeah, it's funny, or it's like a thing with shoulder pads that's too yeah. but I'm like no one's going to wear that in the mall
2: no definitely not so like I've also thought of it a lot like I think what it does is it it shows skill and like I think it's it's just just to show what's possible yeah Yeah. I think it's human to want to push boundaries more and more Um, but yeah I I rarely nowadays because there was definitely a time where these creative colors were trending where people were coming in for it but in all honesty, it does limit you. I've had the rainbow on my head, cell. like myself. I've had neon yellow hair. I've had it all. But, like, it does limit you. Like, you can't really wear a green top if your hair is, you know, canada yellow or it's it cl- <laughs> does clash. Um, So I feel like sometimes it's just a self-expression or it's meant for art. Like, I do these collection shoots sometimes that's it's connected to a theme and we tell a story through hair. But it's just the texture and art form that I prefer to work with
1: Mm. yeah Mm. and I'll ask Tani Rona this you know do you think because I I sometimes think I want to do more with my hair but you know I'm so worried about it breaking and stuff is it really a thing of just your hair can break and then you just shave it when it grows out it grows back healthy or how does it work with hair
3: Ja, I think um jy moet myn hare kyk in die eerste plek. Jy yeah. kan nie net enige chemicals op jou kop sit nie. Um, iemand kan nie perm en kleer op dieselfde tyd nie. Want <laughs> dit gaan Ja,
2: dit ja yeah. en
3: <laughs> um, dit gaan net afbreek. Yeah. Ja. weet um jou, jou hare kan net soveel chemiese processen
1: deurgaan. If it if it reaches a point where it's now like afbreek. And then it just because it's yeah just will grow out yeah. normal again yeah. Nah. yeah yeah and what do you think Salumi with all the color and surely that's not good for your hair?
2: yeah so like I would always lead with if you're gonna do chemicals like you have to it's a it's an investment firstly time investment but also money investment with products because you need to take the home the home care um want you can your ears hurt as you're gebleach it. and you don't use the right products on it, then it's just going to be a frizz ball every day.
1: Exactly. It's going to, yeah. No, but I peroxided my hair <laughs> in 2000 and... Did your barber do it? No, no, no. Okay. At just <laughs> stage, I knew this girl. Do you know Annie? She's yes, here in yeah, Tuna yeah, I know her well. With all the tattoos. Yes. Annie, she's also Afrikaans. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, she lived in Joburg then. And then, uh, yeah, I did my hair with Annie. She peroxided it. And... um. She was at Celador. Yes,
2: yeah, I know them well.
1: And then, um, yeah, it, if you don't wash with that purple shampoo,
2: yeah.
1: it goes yellow very quickly. Yes, definitely. That was always my problem with the highlights. I did it 1 December, but obviously then we didn't know. The hairdresser also didn't tell me, well, wash it with this thing. Yes. And then it just went yellow after three days, and it looked so <laughs> cock. It looked like yeah. this, these knick-knacks, like I <laughs> yeah. knick-knacks, knickknacks at the point of my…
2: No. It's gross. Yeah, yeah. Like, home care is very important. Um, also, like, I think um, stylists must recommend the right thing to the right clientele. Yes. Because, you know, if your lifestyle, if you're going to be on a, like, I'm, I ride bicycles, like, I'm on a bike, I'm in the ocean, I... Like so, for me, I want a wash and wear kind of hairstyle that I, that looks good without having to style it for seven hours. Mm. So I think it's it, dependent on your lifestyle that would also influence the decision I would make for the hair. But a good hair care, um, and it's also it's definitely better to do less. Like for instance, like you say, you want to catch a hairstyle on the way to the airport. Mm. Like I wouldn't bleach your hair at all because it will. I think your hair says enough. Like the curls is it's different, it's unique. It suits your personality by like adding, that. like, unnecessary, but it, unless you want, like, something for a role or a character, but then yeah, you, you get so. the hand and wick. Yeah. yeah, you get the wick or,
1: <laughs> or the will the, the stylist uh, on the sets or whatever. Last thing I wanted to ask you about, so tell me about, because I heard through the grapevine that you actually are a talented cyclist. mountain cyclist mountain biking actually
2: gravel and road um i've recently dabbled with mountain biking my boyfriend's a mountain biker and it's both all three times i had a hard fall so i'm not there yet but um i do gravel and road um i love riding a bicycle so it's for me, that's the escape and the thing that manages,
1: like, yeah, just... Yeah, because you've, like, applause. I'm sure yeah, you guys exactly. ride bicycles. Ride ride yeah, exactly. We Yeah.
2: So, um, it's something that came from my childhood. But I think it's, for me, I like the outdoors of it. But, yeah, I just, I'm definitely a zero or 100% human. So, like, when I do something, I like to do it properly. Yeah. So, then I just naturally started doing more, like, drive, like, ride further and further. Um, and I actually started with a fixed gear. I just bought myself a fixed gear cause I live in Seapoint on the prom, like just next to the prom. So I thought, oh, let me just ride some bikes. And then I thought I could stupidly enter the Argus with that fixed gear. Um, and then someone said to me, no, I think you really do need gears. So I bought my first bike and then it just, just fell into it. But I do gravel and road. Um, and I do like to do more extended rides, like, you know, a hundred and something Ks or I did wow. a with the producer Jess, that um, of the show of the
1: show yes we actually Jess did told me.
2: the cedar together we first did the gallows together which is a just a crazy gravel bike race like 120 but it ends with this insane climb like this just
1: you complete just put the bike on one
2: yeah well, <laughs> I pushed I pushed it up For parts of it i just got off the bike and pushed it because you're finished by then is it yeah and then we actually did end of last year we did the the cedar together which is a 245 kilometer gravel bike race in the cedarburg and it's incredible but it is it's it's testing and i like the the mental game that you have to play because it's you know like there's parts of it where you're hanging next to the bike throwing up and then you like you, know, you get back on, so there's there's definitely a little bit of um, torture in
1: there. Yeah. And Tani Rana, what's been your furthest cycle?
3: Yeah, I in Tani moes fietserij. Ons het net op die plas, want ons altijd mal ons het fietse gehad. Ek en my twee broertjies het baie fietserij. In uh, my laaste fietsre, weetren, het ek roemhuiskarretje gejaag, want dit was vir ons baas naaks om op die plaas roemhuiskarretje te hoor, en ons het die sondagmiddag, het ons roemhuiskarretje gehoor, en ons het al drie op ons fietsen gespring, en gejaag, achter die roemhuiskarretje, en op pad soentoe, het ek my fiets, fietsmiddel deurgeval. So ja, uh, dit was my laaste fietsrei.
1: <laughs> en nooit die, die Romeise gekry nie. <laughs>
3: Nee, he, ongelukkig nie. <laughs> <laughs> Want ek was flinter, dus ek het nou nog die skaar.
1: <laughs> Jy, ja. Ja. Sijf, dit is voor een ijskrie. Maar ek
3: het later van tijd, dit ek so'n bieke, um, bedloopig gehaard loop. Oké, okay, hoe die manne. Ja, ja wow. maar maar nooit verder, is tien kilo's nie.
1: Oké. Okay. So, dit is al wat ek gedoen. Baal kran. <laughs> ja. Ja, baal kran Oké, lekker. Dankie, ja. Salome. I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna, talk to you off camera after this because oh well maybe you can tell me on camera what you think but like last year when i was in australia mm-hmm. my hair grew out a bit and then when i got it cut i, I left the a back yeah to like create like a little bit of an aussie yeah. mullet and then i thought every time i want to every time i go to australia i want to try and um do Late. like um, a mullet well, like some sort of Aussie look.
2: Yeah, you want to blend, blend in. in. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, and I think also that when I go on stage, the people appreciate that I've,
2: yeah. well, you know, the South Made Africans it. there at
1: least, they, they go, oh, okay, he's doing the Australia vibe. So this year I want to do highlights, like ah. the frosted tips. Yes. I feel like that's quite an Australian thing as well. I saw yes, it a lot in, yeah. in Australia last year. Yeah. I th- and I just haven't done highlights since I was 13. Yeah, You know, I, I think- did the Baroque side, was the only time... In the last year, since I was 13, that I almost 20 years that I did anything oh. extreme to my hair.
2: Technology has changed with color so much, so it's safer to bleach. And we can push the hair further.
1: Do you have to so. still put on that skull cap mm. and then you <laughs> <No>. <laughs> take the hair? Yes, this, that was the most painful was... thing I've ever done. Like, ch- ch- ch-
3: I, I and actually, then I just do the. Can I get it? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Salumi is actually so dark. As I. So say. It's for my... Of say like a blonde, once she say blonde it's more fun.
2: Yeah. I think you should highlight it. Blondes do have more fun. I think you should try it.
1: Yeah, but just highlights. <laughs> I still want yeah. the... I just want the tips.
2: Yeah, I just want so the tips. we tips. Just the tips. Yeah, and what like gaan is, is, you don't have to like maintain it. It will just grow out and you'll cut it out completely. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: because when I peroxided it, then I had to eventually, when it grew out this much, I just had to go... Shave it all. Shave yeah, yeah, We're yeah. Shave no,
2: it I think that's a great idea because it will be no maintenance, and you'll like you said, you get the effect, and you blend, and it would actually be really nice with your curls. Mm. Like it will have this, it will add um, like a focal point to the tips of the. Mm. Yeah, I think it, it. will be a vibe.
1: Lekker Yeah. Okay. We'll chat. We'll chat. Okay, I know cool. you don't. You only squeeze in with the relationships, <laughs> right? So, but at this interview, talking well <laughs> enough and thank you thank you very much thank for you chatting so much. to me it was a pleasure ladies and gentlemen that is uh, where is this going to go is this going to be the last episode last episode of the season
0: and there you have it Minsa. thank you for listening to another episode of your mom with Skog that's the last one for the season Mensa I mean what can you say I think we all just in this life looking for a little bit of geluk looking just for a little bit of happiness. And you know, I know you maybe feel lost because you feel, I didn't grow up there. How will I ever find geluk? Maybe the only people who will ever find geluk in this life is people who grew up in geluk. But Minsa, I'm here to tell you that's not the truth. You can find geluk, even if you did not grow up there. So Minsa, until the next season, may we all find... Peace, happiness, and geluk. Until I see you next time for another episode with another tunnel Thank you very much.